Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mindset Magic. I am your host, Andy Colleen, an entrepreneur, life, and mindset coach. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of the more difficult challenges that comes when you are kind of shedding that like excess layer of skin almost, and you're stepping into that new version of yourself or that kind of new reality that you want to create. And when I say that, part of that means like, yes, your career. Part of that could mean your relationship status. Part of that could mean just where you're physically living in your world, right? In the, on the globe, on the planet. But really what we're talking about beneath all of that is how you change on the inside in order to get to that place. And that's why kind of this is as difficult as it is, because the thing that we're really going to be talking about or the thing that makes this process of growth so incredibly difficult is the fact that we do have to shed, yes, a layer of our previous self that may or may not be very important to us. We may love it or is really not something that's important to us because it's not important because we maybe even dislike it. It's hard to let go of because we have this kind of twisted way of looking at it. That makes us feel like letting go of it will make, you know, things harder in the long run. And so whenever we're stepping into this next layer of growth or this next level of our lives, and again, that could be with any like actual physical change in our life, you really are going to need to also change who you are. And we've talked about this before. Your identity is going to govern 95% of all the things you think, feel, and do on a moment-to-moment basis automatically. And if it's not working towards that next version of yourself, it's still working towards the old version of yourself. And so on this process, a huge thing that we're going to be shedding is our previous identities. And that's hard. It doesn't matter if you love them or hate them. It's hard to leave those things behind because your identity did serve you. And it's something you've been attached to for a pretty long time. And it's not something that's kind of just ingrained on the surface. It's something that's kind of ingrained pretty deep down, but when you have an identity that is needing to almost be let go of in order for you to like basically step into that next version of yourself or that next version of you in order to have that thing you want to have, you need to basically be able to intentionally decide that you're changing that identity before you see the results of that thing, before you really truly get to bask in the glory of it. And that also requires you to make a step and kind of take a risk on the thing that you're doing. So if that's a relationship, it requires you maybe opening yourself up to heartbreak. If it is a business, it requires you to put probably a lot of money down in investing in yourself and potentially lose a lot of money in the process and fail a couple of times. If it's what else, what else could we do? If it's moving across the country, it requires you to potentially not make friends for a little while and have to be okay on your own and figure out what that looks like. But Regardless of what it's going to look like for you, one of the biggest things that are is going to hold you back from actually getting that thing you want is being able to first off shift into a new identity and second off shed that old identity. And based on how it happens, you might do one before the other. Like you can almost hold both kind of like not well. <laughs> you can hold both not very well before you really step into another, or you can completely shed one before you claim the next, right? But 
we really can only hold so much in our lives. And yes, we'll kind of just expand what we're able to hold as time goes on. And when I say holds, like, you know, the amount of things that we're able to show up as in our identity. But for the most part, in order for you to hit that next place that you want to be at and achieve that thing or obtain that thing or live that reality, you're going to have to let go of something in order to get there. And so what I have found, and this is the most difficult thing that I want to talk about a little bit more, is we we usually identify ourselves as the version of ourselves that is on the cusp of getting that thing over identifying ourselves as the person who already has that thing. And because we're identifying as someone who's on the cusp, it makes it exponentially harder for us to reach that next stage because we have identified with being on the cusp of something great in order to almost keep ourselves safe from whatever might happen next. And usually this is a letting go problem, right? Because if you're on the cusp, you're still holding on to something that's making you feel safe. And in order for you to let go of this thing that makes you feel safe, you have to bet on yourself and you have to take a risk in kind of more of that mindset way. And that will usually couple with the actions you're taking too. That next identity of yourself is probably going to be doing things and taking action that feels uncomfortable to you, which is part of why you want to hold on to who you are right now, because it will keep you safe. And it kind of reaffirms this version or model of the world that you've already created in your head just innately. And so when this happens and when we kind of get stuck to these like realities or become this person that is constantly on the cusp of doing something amazing, we'll usually do things like see a bunch of really good opportunities, but not take them. So for example, you really want to work with this coach. I'm using this because this is my own example. You really want to work with this coach, but it costs a lot of money and you kind of see it and you're like, well, that's not practical. I could probably figure this out on my own. But in the back of your mind, you really, really want to do it and it just feels right, but you're scared because you see the numbers and the logical side of your brain kicks in and you're like, hell no, I am not doing that. That is scary. What if I don't get the results? What if it doesn't work out? But here's the thing. The version of you that's already achieved that thing looks at that and says, well, it does already work out. So it'll be fine. And then they do it anyway. And I think that's the interesting kind of, like, that's like the interesting parallel, right? Like, let's take that same example for dating. The version of you that knows it's going to work out and knows that she is going to end up with someone or that he is going to end up with someone that they love and that cares for them and that just really supports them in every way, shape, and form, that version of you isn't really afraid of going on dates because they know the more dates that they go on, even if it leads to rejection, even if there's some crappy dates out there, eventually that person is going to show up. And in their mind, that's guaranteed. So that allows them to keep going and keep trying and show up and be vulnerable with every person because they're like, well, I got nothing to lose because that person is actually there. So I really don't have anything to lose in this dating world. But the person who believes they're on the cusp does because every single person they see it's impactful to them. It means failure. It means judgment. It means rejection. And that comes up time and time again when the date doesn't work out, where it almost kind of shuts them down because they're constantly on the cusp. They never can admit to themselves that that actually is going to happen. And because of that, they actually show up different in those dates that they're going on than they would if they knew it was going to work out. 
And the more authentic we are to ourselves, right, the more that we're able to step into that persona, the easier it usually is to connect with someone who you truly do connect with, right? Not that kind of facade you put on to make sure you're people pleasing your way through the date, but showing up as yourself and not being afraid to disagree or to own your personality or to like open up about stuff that might not be comfortable all of the time. And so this kind of shows up in a lot of areas of our life. You could probably even pinpoint it for you right now. What is the difference between the version of you who sees themselves on the cusp of something great and the version of you that has already believing or accomplished that thing because that is the gap that you're probably sitting in and I want to call this out too because sometimes we almost pride ourselves on you know working through life when we believe we are on the cusp of something great and that's awesome right it's better to believe you're on the cusp than not to believe you're there at all it's better to kind of get yourself closer to the edge of jumping off than it is to be sitting so far away from the edge and not even know what edge it is, right? But that is not the end goal. The end goal is for you to jump and reach the other side, no matter what comes in between it. And when we can identify as that second version, right? The version that knows it's working out, that knows that thing is already there. What ends up happening is that All of those failures, all of those pains, all of those things that happen that kind of get in the way that usually would shut someone down from continuing to try. Well, those things are not that scary because you have almost brainwashed yourself into the fact that that thing is already happening for you. And so this is one of my best kind of tips on this whole topic in itself. It's something that I will work on very, very intimately with my clients, depending on what they are working towards in their own life, is getting themselves to a point of being able to believe that something is going to happen for them without seeing it. To the point where people in their life think they might be a little crazy, right? There's a level of kind of identity shift that requires you to live in that next reality to the point where it might sound weird to the people around you because they can't see it. But it's kind of like anything that delayed gratification, right? You need to be able to hold that before it materializes for you. And so there's going to be a period of intentional decision and choice and probably discomfort in you getting to that place of holding, you know, that new identity of yourself before it actually happens and before the results come. So a good example of this for me was the TED Talk, right? And I I almost want to use something different. I'm going to use relationships on this one, actually, because I don't think I have shared a ton about me meeting Kevin. Um, so that might be fun new story to bring in here. But when I when I wanted to, you know, basically meet my person, essentially, what I had to do beforehand was believe so, so deeply that that was going to happen before that person showed up in my life. And so for me, what that looked like, it was a long process because I was kind of in the midst of doing all of this work at the time. I remember being on kind of like being very transfixed by someone that I worked with out in DC. This was back when I was still in corporate. And when I was there, I remember this is years before I met Kevin. Um, I remember going on a date and it just like not feeling good and it feeling like something was ending with this person. And I was, I came home so upset. And I remember just 
almost forcing myself as I was crying to believe that this had a purpose, right? That there was someone else that even if it wasn't this person that I just went on the date with, that I was going to find my person. And I just decided it. And in the same moment, I also started kind of like, I don't know if you want to call it a mantra or a prayer or a belief that even if I didn't, it would be okay, that I had everything I needed. And so there were these kind of two things that I started to lay in my mind when I was in a really tough position. And I leaned on these constantly for years as I was kind of navigating the ups and downs of dating. And then I took a pause from dating and then COVID happened and then all of the world, you know, we all know the thing. But fast forward years, I'm in Denver. I am going on dates and I am going on some of the worst dates of my entire life in this city being like, wow, I cannot believe people like this actually exist. And also I am worth so much more than being treated like this. And it was in all of those moments where it's like nothing in my reality showed I was because everything was reflecting back to me that like, basically I deserve to be treated like a piece of shit on a date. And that was fine. That was how it was. That was super hard to go through. But in the back of my mind, even though I I wasn't being reflected back what I believed I should be, I still knew it was going to happen. And it was in those moments of continuously reaffirming that to myself that I finally started to realize that, you know, I didn't need to keep doing this. Like it was going to happen and going on dates didn't feel good. I was being reflected back a really bad pattern. And so when I basically committed to myself of not doing this, but still believing that this person was going to come through for me, that was when this friend that we had kind of met and had been going skiing with basically started to appear and materialize into a little bit more than a friend, despite all logic that was there. And so it was in that kind of period of, really years of reaffirming to myself that the person's going to come and if he's not meant to come, it's going to be okay, that I allowed myself to keep going, to keep trying, to keep doing things, even though everything that was reflected back to me was failure. Everything was proof that it wouldn't happen, that it was hopeless, that against all odds and as many numbers as I wanted to put in the spreadsheet, I wasn't going to meet the person. And it was in that process of still not letting go of that belief, but also being okay with where I was, that the person did come through. And once that happened, I mean, like, that's a story for another time, but things shifted very, very fast. It was almost like I had materialized being that version of myself for so long that once it clicked, it just allowed things to kind of like, it was like opening the floodgates. And um, that's part of the story, right? Is that Kevin and I ended up getting engaged fairly quickly for like several reasons. But the main being that we just clicked right off the bat and things just really worked. And so you need to be able to like that kind of bringing it back to what we were talking about. You need to be able to have the belief in yes, yourself and in the situation that you're working towards so strongly, no matter what is being reflected back at you. And just because it sucks to go through those situations, that is not reason enough to drop the belief. And I think that's where a lot of us get wrong. And this automatic kind of programming that we have inside of us actually starts to take over. Because you have such a strong response to fear of failure for one reason or another, and you haven't done the mindset work 
around that to be able to navigate it properly, that your body and your mind literally take over when you're kind of coming face to face with that, when you feel like it's challenged. You haven't essentially developed that level of self-belief and belief in holding the vision enough in order to continue to do it when all odds seem to be presented to you. And so start to identify a couple things for yourself, right? Like if you're in this place or you're experiencing any of these things and you're like, I want more for myself. I know I deserve more. I want this thing to happen. I believe this thing can happen, but why isn't it happening? Ask yourself first, what identity are you identifying with? The person who has that thing already or the one who's on the cusp of having that thing? Second, ask yourself, what do I need to let go of for the identity of kind of being on the cusp in order to shift into the identity of being that person? Is it fear? Is it something even deeper than fear? Is it a version of yourself? Is it a habit or behavior that's keeping you safe? What is that? And then third, the third thing is starting to ask yourself, do I have that level of self-belief and kind of confirmation to continue to reaffirm this to myself, even when all of the odds and all of the situations life is preventing or presenting to me seem like they're not adding up, like they're not adding to this thing? Am I still strong enough to hold that belief? And if the answer is no, then this is where mindset work comes in. This is where you need to go a level deeper to say, well, why is that? What is causing me so innately in my system to shut down when those things happen? And how can I let that go, right? That might be your challenge. That might be your work before that thing happens. Because these these are really kind of like the core processes and the core things that are going to trip you up. And they really are the number one thing that is probably happening if you feel like you're doing pretty good, but you're not where you want to be yet. You feel like you're really close, but you're not quite there. This is where I want you to take some time to start to analyze. Am I doing any of these things? And how can I go a level deeper so that these things are working for me? So I can materialize that person, so that I can materialize that career, so I can materialize that that move or that hobby or that really cool experience that I've wanted to have. How can I do that? What is what's the gap in these three things? So That is all I have for you today. Hopefully that gave you some stuff to think about when it comes to anything that you're working towards right now, just areas where you might not be seeing yourself as that person already and areas that you can actually kind of do a little bit more digging because that's where a lot of the needles are going to be moved. If you have any questions on this or if anything feels confusing, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I love being able to chat with you and I really hope that this episode hit very well. Please, please, please share this episode on Instagram if you liked it, especially if you think that other people can benefit from it or learn from it. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. And if you have been listening to the podcast for a while and you love it, I would very much appreciate you leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple and Spotify. I do read the reviews and I'm not going to lie. They literally make my day and it makes me so happy to know that these episodes are landing with you. So that is all I have for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.